Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze, and it felt a little like... <laughs> Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Hey everyone, happy 2015. This is The Longest Shortest Time. I'm Hillary Frank. Today, we are doing a special New Year's resolution show, actually all on parenting resolutions. We asked you to tell us the ways that you'd like to improve as a parent this year. And it was pretty interesting. Um, most people, when they have resolutions, you know, they're talking about being harder on themselves, like losing weight and, and reading more. But almost all of you had resolutions to go easier on yourselves. So maybe that's a parent thing. I don't know. Anyway, we collected our favorites and we are going to be playing them for you today. Also, I'll be telling you my parenting resolution for this year. And we've got a bunch of longest, shortest time show resolutions. There's actually one that's a pretty big change for the show. So keep listening. Before we get to any actual resolutions, I need to introduce you to someone special. She's actually sitting right in front of me in the studio here. Um, her name's Joanna. Say hi, Joanna. Hello. So Joanna um, joined the show in May. She's my first actual employee. Before that, I was doing the show all by myself. Um, this is Joanna's ninth month here, which I felt was notable because um, she's basically reached full gestation. Um, so it felt like the right time to bring her on the podcast. So, uh, Joanna, how has it been for you working on the show so far? It's been great. No pressure. No Just pressure. Your boss asking you <laughs> on the air. How's it been working here? Um, but I, I understand that there's a that there's a running joke in the office. There is a running joke in the office. Um, people like to tell me that I'm on the best birth control at WNYC. So that's <laughs> because because why? <laughs> I get to hear all of the stories, which is amazing. It's wonderful. But sometimes they get a little intense and people will overhear my conversations, which is you're not you're not only hearing the stories we work on, you hear you, you go through when, when people submit stuff to us and, and we get back to them to find out more about their story. You're the one who calls them now. Yes, which is great. Like, I feel so lucky. But like people will overhear my conversations, like talking about very, you know, like very personal stories about birth experiences. And <laughs> sometimes I'll hang up in my coworkers. They seem like a little shell-shocked for me. And like if if you look at my search history, like poop and boobs comes up a lot. So, yeah, so like stuff that would generally be considered not safe for work is your job. Right. Within a large organization. Right. So, which is pretty lucky. Um, 
So you put this thing together. Um, we asked people to send us their parenting resolutions, and you collected our favorites, um, had people record them, uh, and you put it all together. So let's listen to that. My name is Nicole, and I live in Somerville, Massachusetts. I resolve to eat a meal a day in a chair. My name is Stanley, and I live in Washington, D.C. My resolution is to introduce my four-month-old to his grandparents in Morioka, Japan. Hi, my name is Sarah. I'm calling from Chicago, Illinois. I resolve to wear something besides leggings in 2015. My name is Danielle, and I live in Portland, Oregon. My resolution is scheduled sex. It doesn't sound very sexy to say it out loud, but we've agreed that it's definitely the best thing to do if we ever want to actually do it. My name is Denis, and I live in London, Ontario, in Canada. This coming year, I resolve to focus on what makes me a good dad and not feel so guilty about the dad stuff I'm not really good at. My name is Anelia, and I live in Montclair, New Jersey. As my daughter gets older, I really need to work on my body image issues. I never want her to hate any part of herself because of my bad example. Hi, my name is Sarah. I'm from Ottawa, Ontario, and my parenting resolution is to learn to drive so I can be more independent. My name is Joel. I live in Minneapolis, and I have an ongoing resolution that will continue throughout my little lady's life. To call her Bud, Buddy, Pal, and other terms of endearment mainly used with boys as much as I call her Sweetie, Sweetheart, and stuff like that. My name is Sarah, and I'm from Columbus, Ohio. This year, I want to try to be more positive. I want to really look at all of the good things in my life instead of the bad. Like, all of the times I'm not covered in baby vomit, or that one time that I slept for more than five hours. Thank you to everyone who submitted your parenting resolutions. We enjoyed listening to those so much. Joanna, um, I actually have my own parenting resolution for this year. Do you want to hear it? I do want to hear it. So my parenting resolution for this year is to do more pillow fights. That's a great resolution. Just, I want that resolution. You're just, you're just saying that. No. <laughs> I'm serious. You, you. I don't know if you know that I'm serious about the pillow fights thing. I like. Um, so, so here's the thing. I have an almost five year old, and um, we have the typical like tantrums and power struggles, and they kind of can dominate our relationship. Sometimes and and I've been trying all these different strategies for like how to uh, not make that dominate our relationship, and almost nothing works, you know. And and the one thing I've found that actually has been working is this is this technique um, that I read about in this book called The Opposite of Worry by Lawrence Cohen. He's this psychologist, and and he really advocates for for like roughhousing to. Um, get out the power struggle stuff in a safe way uh, and, and also provide a, an opportunity for connection between the parent and child because you have fun when you're when you're pillow fighting. So it's like a safe outlet to explore aggression. Right. And actually, it is kind of aggressive because because what happens is um, we have these pillow fights. Um, we've been trying to have them almost every night before bed. And what happens is like we fight each other and she picks um, who's going to be the good guy and who's going to be the bad guy. And it actually almost doesn't even matter because the way it always ends the same way, which is that it ends with her shooting fire into my eyes. And she and she's like, 
I shoot fire into your eyes. I shoot fire into your nose. I shoot fire into your ears. And then I have to go like, ah, ah, ah. And, and, then, and then she's like, you're dead, mommy. You're dead. Die, die. And then like I die. And then she's like, okay, you're back to life now. Now, now, now you're the good guy and I'm the bad guy. And then, and actually then I have to reenact the whole thing the other way where I shoot the fire into her eyes and I can never bring myself to be like, now you die, you die. But she'll say like, I'm dead, I'm dead. And then she's like, okay, now it's your turn. And we just go back and forth on this and to, and the, until she's like, then until she actually volunteers, this is how well this works, until she volunteers that it's bedtime, that she's like, why is my bath not ready yet? Do you think her being ready to go to bed, do you think it's because it like physically tires her out or do you think it's because she's like working through stuff? I think it's two things going on. I think she is like struggling a lot with being afraid of death. Like she asks me about death a lot and saying things like, I don't want to die, mommy. I don't want you to die. When are you going to die? Like stuff like that comes up all the time. Um, she also had a visit from the fire department where she got obsessed with fire and being consumed with fire. And I think that's where the fire in the eyes thing comes from. Um, but it also, I think, um, because I am like a full-time working parent, uh, she has two full-time working parents. And I think that the connection part of the pillow fight, you know, that that's the, that's like the kicker. It, it, it makes it so that it's not just we're working through this stuff, but also she feels really close to me and feels like we're having fun instead of me trying to like find the right words to work out our like power struggle. Like we're actually genuinely connecting with each other. And so um, even on the nights where I feel like, oh, it's really late and and I want to get you to bed, um, I think I'm going to try to, you know, work pillow fights into my schedule every day if I can. Um, So Joanna, you're not a parent. It's true. I'm not a parent. And my resolution is that I want to be a better friend and ally to friends and family members who do have children. How do you want to do that? I think one of the things that sort of kept me at a distance is that I was nervous about the etiquette, which is something that we've talked about. Like, I wasn't sure if I should invite my friend out because is is she going to resent it? Because, like, maybe she can't go out. Is that insensitive? Or, like, um, should I offer to come and visit her? Does that feel like an imposition? And so through sort of hearing so many of our listener stories, I feel like I know what I need to know now to be like more appropriate and a better friend. So yeah. Like, so like, what have, what have you learned? What have, what have people said to you that made, made you think differently about this? I think the main thing for me is I, I really don't think I had any idea how isolated people really feel right after they have a baby. And so I feel like I realize that the onus needs to be on me a lot more to reach out to people and let them know that I'm here and I'm available to support them whatever, whenever they need me and to even be like a little pushier about it. I mean, you know, I'm not going to like show up at their house in the middle of the night with a bottle of wine, but you know, like. Actually, um, that would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I will <laughs> do that. We'll see. Um, but, um, you know, like bringing food over, offering to babysit. Um, figuring out things that we can enjoy together that you could bring like a small child along to. I think one of our favorite things, my husband and I, one of our favorite things um, to have friends do is come have a sleepover at our house and like uh, drink wine 
because we, you know, it's hard for us to go out, um, but it's not that we don't want to hang out with our friends anymore. I mean, we really want to, but if they, if, if our friends who don't have kids can come over and be like, I'm bringing the party to you, that's great. That sounds so fun. So yeah, maybe I'll suggest a sleepover. I mean, maybe not when, like in the very beginning, when we when the baby's keeping them up all night, I don't think that's fun for anybody. But like, you know, once people are feeling more like on their feet, yeah, I think that that's a great way to be a friend. Yeah, yeah. Joanna's resolution um, is something that I've heard a lot this last year from people who don't have kids. You know, that it's it's hard to know how to stay friends with your friends once they become parents. It's like it's hard to know what to even talk about or, or how to act around each other. There was this uh, childless couple I met at a party recently, and they had um, a ton of questions for me. They, they were asking me all these like etiquette questions. So I passed their questions along to my favorite parenting advice columnist um, to get some answers. Her name is Magda Pechenya, and she writes the advice blog Ask Moxie. So go check out her answers to this couple's questions. They're at our website, longestshortesttime.com in the post called Etiquette for the Childless Friend. And if you don't have kids, let us know if you think these answers are helpful. And if you do have kids, read her answers and let us know if you have anything to add to her advice. Okay, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, get the scoop on our big news. Don't go away. It's a new year, and I'm going to ask you to do one thing that'll help us get off to a great start at the longest, shortest time. One little thing right now. Go to iTunes and subscribe to our show. That's it. Okay, I lied. One more thing. Give us a rating or a review while you're there. We want to do lots of cool stuff for you this year, and the higher we are on the charts in iTunes, the more resources we'll have. So please go do this now while it's on your mind. And thanks. Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze. And it felt a little like... (laughs) Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com slash US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. We're back. And it's time for me and Joanna to reveal our longest, shortest time show resolutions for 2015. The big one is something I've been thinking about doing for a while now, and we're finally going to make it happen. Okay, so up till now, this show has been about early parenthood. When I started the podcast, I actually thought it would be just about the first three months of life. Then I changed it to the first year, and then to two years, and then to three years. And now 
Dun, da, da. We are very excited to announce that the longest, shortest time will be about all parenthood. We just opened it way up. So, um, so let's talk about the different kinds of stories that'll allow us to tell. I'm really excited because we'll be able to hear kids' voices on the show. Right. And that was one of the problems with like having it be only about the first three years, right? Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's cute to hear from three-year-olds, but, um, but we can actually have kids who can like have real conversations and be really thoughtful. And, and we've actually, we've had older kids on the show. Um, but yeah, we can have kids of any age talking about their relationships with their parents. I think this is going to make it so that the show is more about family than, than just about parenting young kids or even just about parenting. It's just, it'll be about family. So another thing we've got coming up um, is our sex series. And uh, we're very excited about that, right? It's been so fun to work on. So that, so that's a three-parter. Um, the first one, which is our next show, um, is sex columnist Dan Savage of the Savage Love cast and Savage Love. And um, Jane Marie, who um, worked at This American Life and now has a column called The Secret Life of Marrieds at Cosmo. And uh, I got them on and we and, and fed them some questions that people had about sex and parenthood and they gave advice. Um, and it got pretty raunchy, which uh, was really great. So, so um, I'm excited to put that one out there. And then the next one, what's the next one about? It's about uh, recovering from childbirth injuries. Right. And, and how to recover your sex life after that. And the third one, um, we just got back from our reporting gig on that. Uh, we spent a couple days at a high school in New Jersey. Um, and I think I actually, I don't even want to tell everybody what that's about yet. Let's, let's just leave it at that. It's about, it's about a couple days that we spent at a high school in New Jersey. And they were action-packed. And they were super action-packed. It was, it was dramatic. The, the biggest drama happened literally in drama club. We'll just leave it at that. Okay. Um, and we are also, another resolution we have is to bring more childless men on the show. Um, we really had fun working with Sean Cole, uh, this American Life reporter, who's also a good friend of mine, and sent him into the Breast Pump Hackathon at MIT. And, and it occurred to me that that was like a really great way to just to talk about um, some basics, some some like parenting basics um, in a new way. So there's like there's things that we get pitched all the time that I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's that's like a big topic we should talk about. Uh, but I have no idea how to do it in a new way. Like that topic has been covered, for example, pumping. How do we how do we talk about pumping in a new way? And we've we've thought about some other topics that we can tackle in that way through childless men. And now I know what a flange is, thanks to Sean Cole. That's right. Another thing we're doing, um, and Joanna, you were previously a um, community organizer before working in radio. And, and so a big part of your job has been reaching out to the community and to organizations that serve communities. So you've been making a lot of connections. And some of the connections that I'm really excited about are um, that you're connecting with organizations that serve low-income populations. So we're hoping to make our stories more diverse this year. Um, There's so much innovative programming happening right now around uh, maternal health and childbirth and 
I'm really excited about some of the stuff we're going to be working on next year. Yeah. And and then I guess like the last thing I have as as a as a resolution and I guess I don't have a lot of control over this. This is this is actually on the audience. I want to be surprised. I want people to bring me stories that I'm surprised by and um and and that happens all the time, right? But but there's some things that um I would really really love to cover and we just haven't quite found the right stories yet. But like here are just here are some examples. Um I would love to talk to a single parent. I would love to talk to a parent of multiples. I can't even imagine what that's like. Um, I really, really, really want to find a military mom. I would love to find somebody who's who's married to somebody in the military, but I would also love to find a mom who's in the military or has been in the military. Um, I would love to find more stories about mental health. I love talking about that. And and I want people to, like, recommend their kids for the show. Like, I want to hear kids' voices. And, and since we're expanding, this is just such a good time to do that. So so parents, pitch yourselves and also pitch your kids. Yes, please. Pitch, pitch, pitch. Keep Joanna on her toes. Um, well, Joanna, thanks for joining me on the show. I hope to make this a more regular thing. Thanks for having me. And me too. Joanna and I are off now to work on our big sex series. We're working on a bunch of other really exciting projects that I can't even tell you about yet because, well, some things just need to stay surprises, right? But now that we're expanding the show, we want to know what topics you want us to cover. So go tell us at longestshortesttime.com in the comments for this episode. That's episode 47. This podcast is a production of The Longest Shortest Time and WNYC. The show is produced by me, Hilary Frank, and Joanna Solotaroff. Bill Moss mixed the show. Our theme music is by The Batteries Duo. Special thanks to Chris Bannon, Bill O'Neill, and Merritt Jacob. And thanks to everyone who sent in parenting resolutions. I'll be back with a new episode in two weeks at 3 a.m., That'll be the Sex Advice Show with Dan Savage and Jane Marie. I know you want to hear that a day earlier than everyone else, and you can by subscribing to our newsletter at our website. Just enter your email into the little box there, and I'll send you a secret link. And as always, if you have a story that you'd like me to consider for this podcast, go to longestshortesttime.com and submit your story. Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze. And it felt a little like... (laughs) Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western.